Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to 200 in fee-free overdraft with the Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Download the 102.5 The Bone app now to listen to the most recent episode of Drew Garabo Live. It replays 24-7 so you have no excuse to miss anything. The 102.5 The Bone app. Real Raw Radio. Sponsored by Gold and Diamond Source. And now, back to the Mike Caltus Show on 102.5 The Bone. It's the Mike Caltus Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. In a minute, we're going to talk to Jack Osborne. I feel like we watched Jack grow up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jack was a little kid. He was a little chubby, nerdy kid. Now he's a man. And he's got the second season of his show, Portals to Hell. Which, by the way, that's this kid's always had to grow up with that stuff, right? Always had devil... Let me ask him. Probably all he's grow, growing up knowing that that's just all a farce. You know what I mean? Is it, though? Uh-huh. Jack, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How you guys doing? Oh, we have a terrible delay. Uh-oh. That's all right. not good. All right. We'll try, and, we'll try and get through it. I just want you to know so you don't think I'm over-talking to you. But Jack, let me ask you. So, portals to hell. Your father is the prince of darkness. When you were a kid, were you ever scared of that stuff? Um, not really, just because it was kind of more of a, you know, it was more kind of like showmanship gimmicky with my dad. Yeah. It was never anything like real. He was kind of, you know, he'd always go, oh, don't play with Ouija boards and don't, you know, don't mess with that stuff. And, um, but now as a kid, I was just, uh, I thought it was kind of fun and I was a bit of a, uh, you know, sci-fi horror buff. So I just, uh, yeah, I just, I rolled with it. When when you were, uh, I was just explaining that kind of like um like I'm I'm 48 years old. I said we almost kind of like watched Jack Osborne grow up. You were a little kid when the Osborne first went on. And now you're a man. You got your own life, your own success. Uh, it's it's interesting to watch. When one of the most endearing things about your dad that I ever saw was, um, I, I he grew up as the Prince of Darkness and the guy who bites heads off bats. I was scared crapless of him all my when I was a little kid, and then I saw him when I was in high school on the Bob Costas show, and it was the first time I ever saw Ozzy as a human being, father, as opposed to the Prince of Darkness. And he told a story, and I don't know if it was about you or your brother or stepbrother, about um, how he was watching his son, and his son uh, said, I, Dad, I cut my face, and he had a, uh, you know, he goes, oh, it's just a little scratch, and then he opened his mouth, and he realized he had split the cheek open. And Ozzy said, at that point, I freaked out. Was that you, or was that another member of your family? <laughs> no, that, that was me, yeah. Oh. My sister had accidentally hit me in the head with a baseball bat, and I, like, busted my cheek open. It was, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty intense. It, it was the first time that I ever saw Ozzy as a father and anything different. It just totally blew my mind. And, of course, the success of the, uh, <laughs> of the Osborne show and now the second season of Portals to Hell. Now, this is on the Travel Channel, so I would imagine you go to different areas that are different places around the world or the country that are supposed to be haunted? 
Yes. Yeah, we go to different, exactly that, different haunted locations, and we try and figure out what the hell's going on. Now, do you believe in any of this stuff? Because I don't. I'm just, I, at the same time, I'm going to say I don't, but I'm also scared the hell of it. So I think it's kind of, man, I, you know, having done so many of these investigations now, I I just don't think ghosts are uh, uh, wholeheartedly what we think they are. Um, you know, I think there's many different things going on. And um, I just, I've had experiences where I cannot explain other than, you know, stamping it with the marker of, well, it's certainly not normal, therefore it's paranormal. And I, by all accounts, feel like it was some kind of conscious entity. Now, there are lots of, uh, you know, factors that you could pull from with that. But, um, yeah, man, it's, I've had some weird stuff happen, and it's, and we don't BS on our show. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's something's not real. We, we call it instantly, and... Well, that's, that's, a, that's a treat because when you watch those stupid uh, ghost hunter shows and worse, even, even that Bigfoot show, these jerk-offs have been looking for Bigfoot for 100 years and uh, they find a thing of fur and they're like, oh, we got him. <laughs> and you know it's not real. Uh, but it, but we really don't know what happens after we die. We don't know what happens if there's a spirit, if you call it that, where it lingers and where it goes. We really don't know and there's a lot of evidence to make us think that there is something else there. So that's why these things are more believable. Well, exactly. And my, and my thing is this. What if, it's, what if it's none of that? What if it's that we are interacting with some kind of energy spectrum that's causing us to hallucinate? Oh. We just don't know. You know, like there's plenty of times when I've been in the room with people and they've been like, did you just see that? I saw this thing move and I didn't see it. You know, so it's like when you see the, you know, the person suffering from some kind of hallucination, you know, and everyone, you know, if everyone's eating acid at the same time, not everyone's seeing the same, <laughs> seeing the same vision. So I, I sometimes I, I think that we are encountering uh, something that causes us to hallucinate. What about, I, I read a story the other day about the priest who's done the most exorcisms, and I think that's all hogwash too, and I grew up Catholic, and I think it's ridiculous. However... When you got some little some little uh, girl from India and she's six years old and she's screaming that she's got the devil inside her and she's speaking Latin, then at that point you have to go, well, something's going on here we just don't understand. Exactly. And that's, and that's kind of how we, you know, that's our approach. You know, my, myself and Katrina, my co-host, you know, she's been a paranormal investigator for 20 years and done hundreds and hundreds of investigations and... And we're kind of like with our the reason why we connect so well is because we're kind of skeptics and we're like, all right, it might not be the devil, but there is exactly a point. There is something going on here. Do you uh, be honest about this, Jack? I've watched. I won't watch a lot of scary movies because I'm kind of a pussy when it comes to that stuff. But I'll see like a preview for that Annabelle movie or one of those crazy oh, dolls yeah. or little freaky kid it movies. Comes to life, yeah. And then I got to go throw the garbage, and I'm afraid to throw the garbage. I'll throw <laughs> it. I'm a grown man, and I'll be out there in the dark looking around. So now you're investigating all these portals, you know, all these crazy things. You ever go to the bathroom at night and think one of those things are following you? Man, we there are places like it's, this season. We've been staying at a lot of locations that are actually haunted. We've been staying at hotels that are haunted. We've done about four of them, 
And out of the four, I only really slept, like, decently at one of them. And, I mean, a couple times, I, you know, I just won't sleep with the lights off. One time I woke up and I was awake, but I kept my eyes closed and I could just, it felt like someone was walking around my bed. Mm. And I was just like, keep your eyes closed, keep your eyes closed. Just, just ignore it. Just ignore it. And it, it was, yeah, I get, I get freaked out when we have to stay at the location. Sure. What if one of them gets you and it goes to kill you and it right as it's about to stab you in the throat, it goes, whoa. Are you Ozzy's kid? You got to pass, man. Yeah. You got to pass. We're cool with Ozzy. Uh, the show is called Portals to Hell. The second season returns Friday the 13th, of course, uh, or return Friday the 13th uh, on the Travel Channel. It's at 9 o'clock, so you'll be able to go ahead and watch it here and check it out. And I would imagine the first season's available somewhere online. Yeah, you can go to um, uh, the, the tra- uh, Travel Go app. Okay. Um uh, Travel Channel Go, uh, and yeah, you can get it on Apple TV and your phone and all that. And the first season's there. Well, people are definitely intrigued by this stuff, or else they wouldn't keep making scary movies sure. and keep doing it. So I like the idea that you guys are uh, uh, skeptics exactly, and watching. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, real quick before we go, how's your dad? How's his health? How's he feeling? He's doing really well. Yeah, he's actually in the last few weeks really kind of turned a corner. So uh, yeah, he's doing good. Thanks for asking. I one time on the uh, phone was interviewing him, and not in a shocking way, just in a matter-of-fact way, said to him, I go, well, you and Sharon have been married to a long time. You're not still doing it, are you? And he goes, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> and he genuinely wanted to beat me up, and it was one of my best moments on the radio. Uh, pleasure to talk to you, Jack. Uh, all the best <laughs> to your family. Uh, check out uh, Portal to Hell. It's on the Travel Channel on Fridays at, at 9 o'clock. Good to talk to you, my man. You too, you guys. Be safe. Take it easy. There you, you go. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't hang up on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After the first, I mean, I literally won Mississippi, two Mississippi, three, and then he answered. I was like, I'm not doing oh, that. That's rough. Oh, but I'm glad, though. It gets, <laughs> doesn't matter at this point. Uh, something to do with Jack Osborne and his family happened 38 years ago today in Florida. Do you know what that is? 38, 38 years, years ago, ago today. Related to Jack Osborne. Something happened. 38 years ago. Randy Rhodes died. Randy Rhodes died. Flew the 38 years ago. the house. Yep. In uh, Leesburg, Florida. Randy was how old at the time? 30. 25. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. He was such an unbelievable guitarist. Only 25 years old. Yeah. And died, yeah. it, Was it an accident? Yeah, the uh, they were uh, on the tour bus, and the guy the, the, who was uh, the pilot of the plane was like, oh, buzz the tour bus, and then they wound up hitting the house, and yeah, he wound up dying. Mm, that's that's sad. Terrible. He was an unbelievable musician. Also set Ozzy off, like when that happened. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Ozzy was super close with him and probably looked at him as like a younger brother kind of deal, oh. and I think that set Ozzy off a little. Um, you guys, I don't think, know. You probably know what it is and have seen clips of it. But you don't realize the greatness that was the Osbournes until you watch that whole show. So it was you on are MTV, but yeah. you are right. At least for me, I never sat. The time that I sat down and watched it was it was after when it was on DVD, and I watched. All the I, would I was like, wow. race. I was like, we got to watch Osbournes tonight. They it, would literally have watch parties. Yeah. Bars would have yeah. watch parties, and everybody would come and just watch the Osbournes. It was the great. finale. My wife goes, "Are you? Do you see this?" And I go, "The Osbourne thing," and she's like, "You don't think this is great?" I go. It's like the guy's acting like Ozzy, and she goes, it is Ozzy. It is Ozzy's family, and they're following him around. I'm like, oh, like the real world? And he's like, yeah. And I, and I was like, 
this is the greatest thing I've ever seen with the dogs crapping everywhere, yeah. <laughs> Ozzy throwing a ham over at the neighbors. Right? And you even knew some of it was fake. And I probably have told this story a hundred times, but I'm going to tell it again. One of my favorite parts of the whole thing was Sharon giving a tour of the house. And, and up the stairs, there's pictures on the wall. And there's a family picture of Ozzy, Sharon, and the two kids when they were little. And Sharon's like, uh, yeah, this is when we took this picture. And she goes, but this is not real. This is a postcard. And the host goes, what do you mean? And she goes, well, somebody robbed our camera one time when we were on vacation and took this picture or stole the picture from somewhere. And she's like, so where did you get this? And she goes, oh, I saw it in a souvenir shop, so I bought it and framed it. <laughs> uh, That's oh, one of the so. funniest stories ever. And I used to love all the, they would have uh, subtitles for Ozzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though he's speaking English. Yeah. No idea. You can't tell. Oh, it was so great. Uh, it was so great just him just walking around so slow. Yeah. And, and them yelling at each other all the time. And, and Ozzy was doing a tour. And they would like in here, and then the snow will come down, and he's, he's like, and then you'll come out, and he goes, "Bubbles, I'm the mother effing Prince right. of Darkness." Like he would get so mad, and it was it was really a fun show. I enjoyed watching Jack and uh, the sister fight. Yeah, uh, Kelly, Kelly, yeah. Who would be a good person now to watch a show like that? Like another family? another well, messed up family. Well, they tried. They tried to do everybody. You well, know, they, did, they tried to. Well, that's where Hogan came from, right? Yeah, D. Uh, Snyder. Yeah. They had him. They had D. Snyder's show was was very good. It just wasn't as messed up as they hoped Simmons. it was. Yeah, and that they made that fake. So fake. Yeah. yeah. What I about mean, the Rev Run? Didn't they do one? That for was him? great. It was great. Yeah, it was, great. It was really good. Because it was real. Yeah. Like, obviously, they're going to put these people in situations for television reasons, but Gene Simmons' show was so fake it wasn't worth watching. It was cool to kind of see inside his house and stuff. They would lean into the fakeness so hard because they would be like, uh, Sharon, or whatever is Shannon Tweed's sister needs a new place, so we're going to go look at houses and stuff. Okay, let's look at this house. Okay, but they have two dogs. Whatever you do, don't let the dogs out. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, make sure there's a sign on there. Don't let the dog. And it's like they would say it like nine times and hit you over the head with it, and you're like, gee, in this episode, <laughs> did the dogs going to get out? Uh, it's terrible. Then they went and uh, had to get Gene a cake for his birthday. So the daughter drove, and she was a new driver. Oh, boy. And the son got the cake, and then he got in the car, and they were taking her home, and there he was, no box or anything, just holding the cake yep. on his lap. That's how they New driver and a cake. What can happen next? And, Ugh. oh, there's an accident. Oh, we ruined the cake. What do we do now? It was just awful. Gene just eating bananas and throwing the peels. Uh, what what will happen? Uh, <laughs> you know who I would love to see one, but I don't think he would ever do it, and he does have a daughter, would be Eminem. I would love to see what his daily life is like. At, I heard a great interview that Eminem did with Sway from Sirius, and it was Eminem and Paul Rosenberg, who's his manager, and they started from the beginning, and he just would tell the story of how he would go to these rap contests and how Dr. Dre found him and where it was so interesting. You didn't even have to like Eminem. Yeah. It was good. I was listening to the radio and listening to it, and it was really good. He's somebody that has an interesting story, yeah. though. Well, that, uh, what was that called? The one with uh, about Dr. Dre and Jimmy uh, Iveen? Yeah, oh, that was yeah. great. That was what was good. that called? I I Icon or something, whatever. But it had part in there about them finding Eminem, yeah. Dr. Dre finding them and bringing them in and all that stuff. It was really interesting. Yeah, there's some good stories to be told. I would like to just know who the, I would like the next messed up, like the next real family. Like if you showed me, like Little Wayne's not good because I don't like Little Wayne. <laughs> like I know I wanted to be somebody likable like Ozzy. Like, like music wise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I don't know. 
Like I saw MTV Cribs with Michael Madsen one time, and I thought this guy should have his own show. He's he made nuts. his he made his kids work out every day. Yeah, He's yeah, gonna I remember live that. Here. They gotta do exercises yeah. every day. Oh, it's great. Like a heavy bag hanging yeah. haphazardly yeah, off like the off side the of his deck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was real weird. Yeah. The like, Defiant Ones was the name of that. Defiant show. Ones, yeah, that was really good. That was very interesting. Oh. All right, we gotta take a break. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. This is a, a. I'm not doing this to be a joke. It just seems like this is appropriate. Medicine man. What's up, Mike Calder? Have you heard the uh, sad news today? Uh, what is it? Uh, a Tampa Bay radio, longtime radio name has passed away. Um, who is it? Is it Ted Kamikaze? No, although he would be older, I think. It was not Ted Kamikaze. It's somebody, it's, um, quite, it's quite shocking, but somebody that you will definitely have definitely admired. Um, that is older, right? Yeah, well, no, not not old, not as old as you or Ted. What about was it somebody from Y and F or something? No, I'll I'll just tell you. Uh, this is absolutely true. I'm not saying this to, to make a joke of medicine, man. I just knew he'd be interested in this. Uh, really sad news. We found out late last night that Scott Ledger passed away. Um, former ninety year old. I remember him. He was, on, he was on the afternoon drive, I remember. He was on afternoon drive. When I first moved here, it was from Scott Ledger that I learned that Magic Johnson had AIDS. Oh, I yeah. I was driving to Pasco Hernando Community College, and he came on and told me. I remember driving also to that school one day, and Scott Ledger said, if you look to the east, you could see the space shuttle, and I started taking off. Like, I had memorable moments. I also remember he used to do, like, the, the 5 o'clock song, and it was the first radio station I ever heard to play local bands at, a, at like, one of those 5 o'clock song oh, yeah. moments. I yeah. remember that. He was really he was a cool dude, I remember. He was a one, you know. Yeah, all right, well, thank you, man. That's all I need for you. Yeah, he was on uh, The Bone here for a little while. He was on The Bone, uh, did um, a late-night talk show when we first started here, and Scott and I didn't see eye-to-eye, you know, recently, but that doesn't uh, give me, you know, I'm I'm sad that he died. Right, you don't want to see anybody. Yeah, I didn't didn't dislike Scott. We just had some arguments, but he uh, he was a very nice guy and was always nice to me when I was younger, and, uh, you know, he was the big star in radio when I first got in radio, and he was... He was always cool to me, and it's just sad. I don't know any of the details. Um, I read a post online that said he wasn't feeling good, and they called an ambulance, and then when the ambulance got there, it was too late. So I don't know what it is. I don't even have any reason to speculate, Uh, but I will tell you that everybody that knew him on a friendship level is very sad because he had been in this market for a long, long time and was genuinely a nice guy. And was I read a lot of people that were like, he was nice to me when I was an intern. He was nice to me when I first started out. So that's very sad news. So uh, I, kn- I know he has a daughter. I believe his daughter lived in Connecticut. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, she's older, I think. She's probably in her in her 20s or so. But still very sad news. Scott Ledger uh, uh, passed away. All right. I must take a break. It is the Mike Calta Show. We'll be back. It's the Mike Calta Show on 102.5 The Bone. It's Mike Calta. Punch out number five. Presented by Dennis Hernandez, expert car crash lawyer. Saturday, June 20th. And this year, we're taking it over the Skyway to Robarts Arena in Sarasota. Tickets on sale now. Tickets on sale now. Visit Ticketmaster.com or TheBoneOnline.com to get yours now. Mike Calta, punch out number five. Number five. Presented by Dennis Hernandez, expert car crash lawyer with Budweiser and 102.5 The Bone. 
This hour of the Mike Calta Show is brought to you by Stingray Chevrolet, the big store on I-4, exit 22, Plant City. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.